You're listening to the Blue Water Area's leader in live play-by-play of high school softball. Get stuck on sports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Now, let's go to the Diamond with Dennis Stuckey. All right, game two of our doubleheader today between Marysville and uh, Croslex. Marysville just took the uh, first game of the uh, doubleheader by a score of eight to nothing. And uh, we'll have the uh, game two lineups for you in just a uh, moment as we get ready for the second game of this uh, Twin Bill here from Marysville in girls softball action on GetStuckOnSports.com. This is Nash Phillips. I'm a class of 2022 senior and varsity football player at Port Huron High. As a Port Huron School student, I get to experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region. The district provides personal success for all students because each Port Huron School's journey is unique and special. I know I am supported by my teachers and everyone in the district, both in the classroom and on the football field. I also know they care about my well-being each and every day. Poor Huron Schools have prepared me for anything I choose to do with my future. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Get ready for outdoor fun at Alpine Cycles in downtown Port Huron. Skateboards, bikes, longboards, and accessories. They have everything you need to enjoy the warm weather. Alpine Cycles offers the best selection, and they're always getting new daily arrivals. Stop by Alpine Cycles today at 762 Huron Avenue at the corner of Huron and Glenwood or call 982-9281. Open Monday from 10 until 6, Friday and Sunday, noon to 4. Are you getting out of a lease or ready to trade in your vehicle? Stop by Jepson Car Company and we'll be here to assist you. We are constantly buying out lease vehicles and almost always putting money into your pocket. No matter what you owe, we can help. If you don't see your perfect vehicle in our lot, we will help you find it. Our purchasing team has decades of experience to help find the vehicle that is best for you. Call Jepson today at 810-662-3048 or stop by at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair. Preferred Seamless Gutters in Emily City has been family-owned and operated since 1977. With in-house employees, when you call Preferred, you get Preferred. At Preferred, they manufacture all components, making them the warehouse. This ensures prompt installation from Preferred's well-trained and courteous staff. Serving St. Clair, Sanlac, Genesee, and Northern Macomb counties, give Melissa a call and she'll be happy to schedule a quote for you. No high-pressure sales, just great service from Preferred Seamless Gutters in Emily City. Call 8 800-964-6613 today. Francic Water Conditioning, your authorized independent Connecticut dealer, wants you to get the ball rolling to better living through better water. It's good to know you have someone in your corner with a full line of whole house and at-the-sink filtering systems. Call 800-848-5150 to schedule your free in-home water analysis and plumbing audit. The best quality water is within reach with Francic Water Conditioning and Connecticut. Call us at 800-848-5150. TP Logos has everything you could want when it comes to local high school apparel. Head to their store at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville and check out the brand new extended showroom. Their already impressive selection has now doubled. Go into TP Logos and I can assure you, you're going to find something you love for whatever area team you root for. If they don't have what you need, they'll custom make it just for you. That's TP Logos, 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville. Let's get back to the action with Dennis Stuckey on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. 
All right, our lineups for game two for Marysville leading off in center field, Avery Woodard batting second, shortstop Megan Winston, hitting third, the second baseman, Callista Nagan, batting fourth and catching, Allison Fraley, hitting uh, fifth and pitching, Ryan Quain, batting sixth at third base, Kendall Quain, hitting seventh, the first baseman, Cara Miller, hitting eighth in right field, Kaylee Cordero, and batting ninth and playing in left field, Avery Pegg. And for Croslex in game two, leading off in center field, Riley Robertson, batting second, the shortstop, Alara Rankin, hitting third, third baseman, Izzy Piscina, batting fourth, the catcher, Shaley Kading, batting fifth at second base, Addison McMillan, hitting sixth in left field, Lovey Yerke, Hitting seventh, the first baseman, Brooklyn Schultz. Batting eighth, the pitcher, Ella McMillan. And batting ninth, the right fielder, Emma Yerke. And we'll get the game started next. Mattress King has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years. With locations in Port Huron, Richmond, Lapeer, Chesterfield, and Hall Road, they are the best one-stop shop for your sleeping and mattress needs. Mattress King carries all the top brands such as Serta, Stearns & Foster, Sealy, iComfort, and Tempur-Pedic. Not only do they have the best prices and best service in the area backed by hundreds of five-star reviews, they also offer interest-free financing and no-credit check programs for those with less than stellar credit. Once you get your mattress, they offer free local delivery on all purchases $6.99 and up. When you think sleep, think Mattress King. Marine City Nursery is a wholesale retail garden center and gift shop that has been family owned and operated for over 90 years. Located at 5304 Marine City Highway in China Township, Marine City Nursery handles a wide variety of evergreens, deciduous trees, shrubs, and perennials. Open 7 days a week, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., Monday through Saturday, and 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. on Sundays. Don't plan your landscaping project without a visit to Marine City Nursery. Hey, Stuck On Sports fans, it's Jane Williams from Kimball Appliance. Stop in and see me for the best in-stock selection of appliances, furniture, and beds. I will beat all deals and personally take care of you. I'm here on Fridays until 7 p.m. and Saturdays until 3 p.m. I know many of you because this is my hometown. Go Saints! One, two, three, you're free bail bonds. We're family helping families. Have a loved one in jail? Call one, two, three, you're free for bail. Open 24 hours a day, seven days a week with licensed agents statewide to help you in just minutes. Call 810-320-0200. That's 810-320-0200. Or see Kevin at 2700 Pine Grove Avenue in Port Huron. It's as easy as one, two, three, you're free. One, two, three, you're free bail bonds. Dine out with the feel of being at home when you visit the Hogtown Tavern in Melvin. Open Tuesday through Saturday at 8 a.m. and serving breakfast, lunch, and dinner. The Hogtown Tavern in Melvin has daily specials like Taco Tuesday, Polish Wednesday, Italian Thursday, Prime Rib Friday, Barbecue Rib Saturday, and Homestyle Sunday. Come and try Chef Susie's world-famous soups and sauces, too. The Hogtown Tavern in Melvin. We're all friends here. Let's get back to the action with Dennis Stuckey on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back. We're two hitters into it, and the Vikings have two players aboard. A base hit by Woodard. She beat out an infield single on a roller to third, and now Winston is aboard on an error, and that'll bring up Callista Nagan with two on and nobody out. Little ground ball that uh, the second baseman couldn't come up with, McMillan. And they've got him at first and second. Marysville will be the visitors here in game two. There's a swing and a pop up. 
Schultz, the first baseman, had to try to avoid the base runner, and uh, that kind of messed her up, and the ball is going to drop fairly unless they get an interference call. They're going to call the batter out. So they're going to call the batter out, but I do believe the base runners get to advance of their own free will. So it's a fair ball, but they're going to call interference on the batter, so you give the first baseman, Schultz, a put out. The two runners are allowed to advance of uh, their own, are at their own risk, and they make it safely to second and third. Well, confusing play that you don't see a lot, but it's second and third with one out, and Fraley is the batter, didn't play in game one of the doubleheader, and takes the ball low for ball one. He'll get an RBI chance. Perrin caught game one and had three hits, including a couple of doubles. Knocked in a run. There's a strike. One ball, one strike to Allison Fraley. Early scoring chance for Marysville here in game two against Ella McMillan. Ooh, there is the change up, and it floated over a little high. They're not coming out of their shoes swinging at that pitch. Shows incredible discipline. One ball, one strike, or two balls, one strike to Fraley, right hand hitter. And that one is taken for ball three. Getting held it there for a while, and I think uh, McMillan wanted that one too, but Fraley now waiting on a 3-1 pitch. Swing and a miss, and that'll make the count go full. Woodard the runner at third, Winston the runner at second. So you got good base runners on. One out in the inning. And the 3-2. Swung on and lined down the left field line. Foul. That was a good swing and good contact for Fraley. Just out in front of it. Now Ryan Rathje asks for time and we'll have a quick pep talk with his hitter. Fraley listens and now digs back in, ready to go. Chokes up a little bit on the bat. 3-2 is a slow one that got away from McMillan and ends up behind Fraley. Good stop by Kading, but it's ball four. And that will load the bases for Ryan Quain with one out. And uh, we'll get a, a runner for the catcher over at first, and we'll, Coach Young now will come out. To have a conversation. Right now he's having a conversation with his catcher first. Curtis is going to run at first base for Fraley. you got Woodard at third, Winston at second, and Curtis at first. Good speed on the base paths. Only one out in the inning. And Ryan Quain, who started game one of the uh, doubleheader and uh, pitched the first three innings and was lights out, she also got a couple of at-bats in that game. 
and was 0 for 2. She struck out and reached on an error in two plate appearances. Right hand hitter looking to do some damage here in this one before she even has to get out into the circle. We're in the top of the first, game two. Marysville took game one, 8-0. And they've got the bases loaded with one out here. Emma McMillan's pitch is a strike. Good fastball there. Queen winces a little bit. You know, she just let a good pitch go by. Chokes up a little bit. On strike one, swing and a miss. Strike two. All of a sudden, McMillan's throwing darts. She did not throw hard to uh, any of the first uh, four hitters of the game, as she is right now to Quayne. She's reaching back to try to get a little extra. The 0-2. There's the change up, and again, it floats high. They throw it, but they just won't throw it for a strike, and I credit the Marysville hitters for laying off that pitch. Is the true Bugs Bunny change. One, two is low. Two balls and two strikes. Ryan Quain batting with one out. The base is loaded here in the top of the first. Kendall Quain waiting on deck. Two, two. Swung on and hit towards second. McMillan will tag the runner. Throw to first. And, oh, it was dropped by Schultz. And a run scores. And now Winston comes around and scores. Ooh, they had a double play. If Brooklyn Schultz could have dug that ball out of the dirt, but when she didn't, it allowed two runs to score. Quain gets one RBI, the Woodard run. You can't assume a double play, so she gets an RBI for that. But the second runner comes across on the error. And unfortunately, the error is charged to the Second baseman for throwing the ball in the dirt. Now there's some questions. McMillan did tag the runner coming by. For the out. And we'll get a courtesy runner for Quain at first. Jade Schiller will run at first base. And Kendall Quain, who did not play in game one, will get an at-bat here. She's the third baseman here in game two. Walters is not in the lineup. Avery did her usual damage, though, in game one with a couple of hits and a walk and three RBIs. She had a single and a home run. Ball one to Kendall Quain. Now batting with two outs and a runner at first. Two runs in for Marysville. And the runner goes, and the throw down to second is a good throw, and out at second on a good tag by the shortstop, and they cut down Schiller trying to steal. Marysville gets two, and they lead it by a score of two to nothing as Crosslex is coming to bat here in the bottom of the first in game two. Every piece of land has a story written by those who work it, like the Nelsons, who cruise around their ranch on a John Deere Gator XUV835R. With 3,000 acres, there's plenty of work to do. It's all about efficiency. That's how they've kept their ranch going for five generations. We wouldn't be in ranching without the Gator. Run with us on a Gator XUV835R and start telling your story. 
Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's locations in Auburn Hills, Badax, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to take a quick second to tell you about TP Logos. TP Logos are a huge supporter of local sports no matter what level from the varsity all the way down to youth travel. I'll go to the store located in Marysville across from Walt Braun Viking Stadium. You'll see gear. You have Marine City, Marysville, Yale, anything else you could want, everything in between. And they all look really sharp, very comfortable. They do a great job in there. So if you need a spirit store for your travel hockey team, Little League Squad Corporation, or whatever you need it for, TP Logos is the place to go. Visit TP Logos com to get your team or company looking their best. Let's get back to the action with Dennis Stuckey on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Marysville leads it two to nothing now as Croslex will come to bat in the bottom of the first. Robertson, Rankin, and Piscina do up against uh, Ryan Quain, who. Got all nine hitters out that she faced in game one of the doubleheader with six strikeouts. And a fastball misses high for ball one to Robertson, who hits from the left side of the plate. Two runs, one hit for Marysville. A couple of errors for the Pioneers there in the top of the first. Robertson shows bunt and fouls it back. One ball, one strike. The uh, other day in a doubleheader, Robertson had, I believe it was eight RBIs in the doubleheader. She's had a game this year where she had eight RBIs in the game. And it wasn't the most because Yale's uh, Madison Hiller had 10 RBIs in that game. And the final score was 25-24 cross Lex. One ball, two strikes to Riley. And that one is up and away. Two balls, two strikes. With 2-2 here from Ryan Quain. Robertson swings and slaps it foul down the left field line. Two balls, two strikes. Robertson leading it off for the Pioneers in the bottom of the first. And the pitch is in the dirt, and that'll make it three balls and two strikes to the Croslex leadoff hitter. Here's the 3 2 from Quain. Robertson swings, tapper back to the mound. Quain's got it, fires to first, and it's into the runner, and Robertson is aboard. Would have been a bang-bang play at first, but I think with a good throw, they might have gotten the out there. So first miscue by Marysville in the doubleheader. And now the leadoff hitter aboard for the Pioneers, and Alero Rankin will be the batter. Rankin's the shortstop. She did pitch the last two innings of the opener. Runner goes, and Fraley couldn't hang on to it, and it'll be a stolen base. Robertson has good wheels, and again, Croslex 
A, they were down early in the uh, game in game one, and they only had three base runners in game one, so they weren't able to cut loose and do a lot of running. One strike here to Rankin. Bunts, and that one's a foul ball. Bounced in front of the plate and then bounced back and deflected off Rankin. She was still in the batter's box. She's all right. So the ruling is the hitter was in the uh, box. Coach Nagan was asking. He knows all the rules. He knows rules that were only invented yesterday, but he's known them for 20 years. There's a swing and a miss. It gets away from Fraley. Rankin's going to make it to first, and Robertson is going to take third on the play. And again, uh, the Pioneers are getting a little help here, but they're getting a rally started. An error, a stolen base, a strikeout wild pitch, and they're at the corners for Piscina. I would have to think. Rankin might be uh, in the mood to run here as well. We'll see. Fraley actually has a good arm. Runner goes. They show bunt and don't take it, and Fraley won't throw to second. Nobody covers. The defense was spreading out for the uh, bunt, and the middle infielders were taken off for first and third. So Rankin steals second uncontested, and now it's second and third with nobody out. And Piscina takes a strike. And it's no balls and two strikes here to Izzy Piscina. 2-0 Marysville, but that's being threatened right now. Runners in scoring position here for the Pioneers. And Piscina checks her swing and takes up and in for ball one. One ball, two strikes. This is by far Croslex's biggest threat in the doubleheader so far. Swing and a chopper up the first baseline. That's a foul ball. Picked up by Kara Miller in foul territory. Still a ball and two strikes here to Izzy Piscina. Quain could use a strikeout here. Cena fouls it off of home plate, and it's still one and two. She's battling. Looking to push across the first run of the day here for the Pioneers. They were shut out in game one. One-two pitch, foul back to the screen. That was a good cut there.
infield in on the left side. And another swing and a foul. The only infielder who's playing back is the second baseman, Negan. Everybody else is up and would come to the plate if the runner tried to score. And you got good speed at third and Riley Robertson. One, two. There's a liner that'll get into right field for a base hit. Robertson scores. And coming around is Rankin, and she'll score. It's a two-run single by Pasina, and Crosslex has tied the game. Two-two here in the first, and Shaley Kading will be the batter. Still nobody out in the inning, and that was the Pioneers' first hit. Marysville scored two in the first with only one hit. So a little bit of a sloppier start to this one. So Kading now, the right-hand hitting catcher, the cleanup hitter for Croslex. Shows bunt and takes. And it's ball one. And Quain didn't have to worry about any of this in the first game. Like I say, she came out one, two, three in the first, one, two, three in the second, one, two, three in the third, and then gave way to Moore. There's a good bunt out in front of the plate, picked up by Fraley, throws to second for one out, or to first for one out, and then the throw down to second is not in time. It'll be a sacrifice. Two, four on the putout, and Piscina. Takes second with one out now for Addison McMillan. McMillan was 0 for 3 in the first game of the uh, doubleheader. Right hand hitting second baseman. Takes one outside for ball one. And the 1-0 pitch from Ryan Quain. McMillan fouls it off at home plate. One ball, one strike. Ooh, the ball got away on the throwback to the mound, but it's backed up by Negan, the second baseman, so no advance. Now the pitch. Swung on, ground ball back up the middle. That's through in the center field for a base hit. Piscina around third. Here's the throw from Woodard, and they've got Piscina at the plate if they can tag her. She's avoiding everybody. Now they have to give the ball to Quain. They've got her into a rundown. Quain gives it up. It's dropped at third, but then thrown back to the plate. Miller's got it now, and by the time they finally tag Piscina out, all the way over to third goes Addison McMillan. It was a great throw in from center field by Woodard. And uh, finally, after just about everybody had their hands on that one, Miller makes the tag out of Piscina. But while she was running around there, it was a smart play. Addison McMillan got all the way over to third. She's there with two down now for Lovey Yerke. 2-2 here in the first and a lot happening. Most of it difficult to describe. 
Swing and a miss by Yerke. But uh, the Pioneers are finally starting to make some solid contact. They've had two sharp hit balls in this inning. That one in the dirt. Fraley had it knocked away. Got it to Quain at the plate in time for the out. So a pitch in the dirt, and it didn't get far enough away from Fraley. She pounced on it, flipped it back to Quain, and they tie, uh, tag McMillan trying to score, and that's how the inning will end. And that was a weird inning. <laughs> but it's 2-2 after one here on Get Stuck on Sports here in game two. Hey, guys, my friend Scott down at Miller Maytag, let me tell you what, he knows quality appliances and how to make your home run smoother. Let the appliance experts at Miller Maytag help you pick the best American-made appliances from Maytag, KitchenAid, Whirlpool, and more. Freestanding double ovens will change your kitchen forever. It's high-efficiency front and top-load washers will not only save you money, but handle your laundry in half the time. Miller Maytag's main goal is to satisfy all your appliance needs. Stop in today a quarter of a mile south of McLaren Hospital. Miller Maytag is a proud supporter of local high school athletics. Whether you're looking for a safer, easier to maintain walk-in tub or shower, or a whole new updated and complete renovation, you need to call Luxury Bath by Mobility Remodelers. You could have a beautiful tub or walk-in shower and save more than 50% over traditional remodeling. They offer hundreds of combinations of colors, patterns, and accessories featuring microband technology. Call 810-385-1700 for a free in-home consultation and look for their new showroom in the Birchwood Mall. Luxury Bath and Mobility Remodelers. Imagine what they can do for you. Let's get back to the action with Dennis Stuckey on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Kendall Quain takes ball one in the uh, dirt as she leads it off here in the uh, second. Two-run single by Izzy Piscina in the bottom of the first, tying the game at two. Quain knocked in a run in the uh, first inning with a ground ball. The other run scored on a throwing error. Here's a tapper to third. Picked off nicely by Pacino and a strong throw across. And Kendall Quain is retired. One down and Kara Miller will be the batter. Didn't play in game one of the doubleheader. She's over at first base here in game two. Right hand hitter. Takes a strike at the letters. Strike one. Ella McMillan on the mound here for Croslex in game two. There's a ground ball past the mound, fielded by the second baseman, and that is Edison McMillan who will throw it over to first in time to get Miller. And Kaylee Cordero will be the batter now for Marysville. She did not play in game one. Right-hand hitter is out in right field here in game two. Takes one up high for ball one. One zero pitch. There's a strike. One ball, one strike. And the 1-1 one, one to Cordero is a swing and a foul back to the screen. One ball, two strikes. Two runs, one hit, one error for Marysville. Two runs, two hits, two errors for Croslex. 
The first inning was a bit of an adventure. There's one that will be low and in, forcing Cordero to move her feet to get out of the way, and it's two balls and two strikes. Two outs, nobody on, top of the second. That one's high, and it's three and two to Cordero, trying to get something started here for Marysville. And the three-two pitch. Swung on and chopped foul up the third baseline. Today's Thursday, right? So tomorrow would be Friday, and I'm not really sure what's on tap. <laughs> The schedule says doubleheader at PH for softball, PH against Warnwood's Tower, but with all the rainouts, I may end up somewhere else at a makeup game. We'll just wait and see. Ball high to Cordero, and she's aboard with a walk. I believe Northern PH Baseball have a makeup from a rainout earlier in the week. And there may be a few others, so we'll just kind of peruse the schedule before officially deciding where to go tomorrow. There's a strike call to Avery Pegg. Avery did not play in the first game of the doubleheader. She's in left field here in game two. Way up high. One ball, one strike to Pegg, right-hand hitter. Kaylee Pegg played in game one. Swinging a foul back to the screen. One ball, two strikes. Runner at first is Cordero. She drew a two-out walk. Emma McMillan working quickly. There's the breaking ball, and it's called for a strike. Kading's got a – actually didn't have to throw down to first because it was occupied. But they get the strikeout to end the inning. That's the first strikeout for McMillan. Marysville goes relatively quietly there in the second. We head to the bottom of the second in a 2-2 ball game here on GetStuckOnSports.com. Finding that missing shin guard. Remembering whether it's a home or away game. Getting the right kid to the right playing field on the right day. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. We work with independent agents who keep insurance simple so you can worry about more important things, like not being that fan. Oh, come on, ref. That's simple human sense. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. Ted's Coney Island is a great place to get a great meal at a great price. Dine in, carry out, or drive through. Ted's is family-friendly with menu options for everyone, and they support local high school sports programs. Ted's Coney Island has three convenient locations to serve you. At the north end of Port Huron near Kroger, at the south end of Port Huron on 24th Street, just north of Port Huron High, and in Richmond on M19 in Gratiot. Ted's Coney Island, a great place to get a great meal at a great price. Let's get back to the action with Dennis Stuckey on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, here we go. Bottom of the uh, second inning. And he pitches outside to Lovey Yerke. She was uh, at the plate when all sorts of shenanigans busted loose last inning. 
And on a wild pitch, a runner was thrown out at the plate. <laughs> Starts with a fresh count here and takes one low for ball two. Yerke Schultz and Ella McMillan do up here in the bottom of the second against Ryan Quain. Ooh, there's one that bounced in the dirt, and Yerke took a wild swing at it with the sand wedge. And that's two balls and a strike now. This ball misses away. Quain reached back and had a little extra zip on that one, but it's three balls and a strike. Now on 3-1, Yerke swings and misses, and it's 3-2. and two. Seems to like that pitch down around the knees. So now 3-2 and two here to Lovey. And that one's in the dirt, ball four. A leadoff walk for Lovey Yerke, and the Pioneers have a runner aboard. Schultz had one of their two hits in game one, and it's probably the hardest hit ball by a Pioneer today. She squared up one and lined it into center for a base hit. She's the first baseman. And a 2-2 game here in the bottom of the second and game two of this doubleheader. Showing bunt here, and that ball was behind her in the dirt and down to second. We'll go Yerke on the wild pitch. For a second there, I thought that might have hit her in the back of the shoe, but either that or she just wants to hit. She doesn't want the free base. <laughs> but it's ball one. They might still be bunting here. She was showing bunt. Yep, stabbed at it, though, and missed it for a strike. One ball, one strike. Chokes up just slightly on the bat, the 1-1. One, one. Bunting again and missed it. One ball, two strikes. Schultz steps out, gets instructions from third base, digs back in. Now on one and two, swinging and hits a ground ball to second, and that'll work like a bunt. Nagin up with it cleanly, throws over to Miller for the out, and Schultz eventually gets the job done and gets the runner over to third with one out. And that'll give Ella McMillan a chance to help her own cause. As now she'll step in with the potential lead run at third and one out. Digs in, standing pretty close to the plate, and then kind of leans out over to boot. Swings aggressively and fouls it back. One strike to Ella McMillan. Batting with a runner at third and one out. Ryan Quain. Rocks into the motion. Swinging a foul straight back. 
McMillan with a couple of good swings here. Queen, again, looking for the strikeout here on 0-2. And got it. Half-hearted swing and a miss there by McMillan. She didn't want to, but just started and couldn't stop. That's a big out for Queen. Keeps that runner at third with two down now, and Emma Yerke will be the batter. Right fielder and the one of two left-handed hitters in this Pioneer lineup. Takes a strike on the outside corner for strike one. The other lefty is Robertson, and she's waiting on deck. One strike pitch. Swing and a miss, strike two, and Quain is a strike away from getting out of uh, trouble. Yerke at third with two outs. And the 0-2 pitch to Emma Yerke. Swing and a miss. Got her. Two strikeouts for Quain when she needed it, and they'll strand the runner at third. We've played two. We're tied at two here in game two on GetStuckOnSports.com. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 do you have questions about your retirement? Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts can help. With the exclusive Confident Retirement Approach, you'll work together to develop a retirement roadmap to get you where you want to go. Call Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. The Confident Retirement Approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Let's get back to the action with Dennis Stuckey on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Infield single and a run scored for Avery Woodard back in the first inning, and she'll lead it off here in the third for Marysville. Woodard, Winston, and Nagan, the three hitters to work against uh, Ella McMillan. And a little slap bunt is fouled off for strike one. Woodard's got a brace for her left knee, but it doesn't slow her down any. Again, that injury kept her out all the last softball season. Strike two taken on the outside corner, and it's two strikes to Woodard, leading it off here in the top of the third. Woodard's infield hit is the only hit of the game so far for Marysville. That one floats way high. One ball, two strikes. Game one, won by the Vikings, 8 nothing. There's a swing on one of those change-ups. Ground ball to second. 
Addison McMillan up with it and gets her out at first, just barely. At the plate, number eight, shortstop, Megan Winston. Early on, the ball sit on the infield with Woodard running down the line. you got to get to him quickly because if you give it that one extra bounce, she'll beat it out. Now here's Winston. She reached on an error in the first inning and scored. And a two-run homer in game one. Fly ball to right, sending the right fielder back. But it'll be caught by Yerke for the second out. In the box for the Vikings, number one, second baseman, Alyssa Megan. Yerke out in right field, kept backpedaling and kept backpedaling. And finally the ball came down <laughs> into her glove. That'll leave it up to Callista Nagin, who popped up to first in her first at-bat. Pitch up high. We'll get away back to the screen. Ball one. Nagin at second base here in the second game of the doubleheader. Curtis played second base in game one. Nagin hitting in the spot in the order that Walters hit it in game one, and Walters had a three-run homer in game one among two hits. That one was high. Two balls and no strikes to Nagin. She'll tap home plate and dig back in. A little bit of an open stance. That front foot sort of towards third base, and then she steps towards the pitcher. Swings here and hits a hard line drive out deep left field, and that's going to get one hop up against the fence. Nagin to second and thought about it, but the ball already back into the infield in Rankin's hands, so it's a stand-up double by Nagin. Hit that one right on the screws, and it landed just shy of the warning track and one hop the fence for an easy double. Now Fraley will be the batter. She drew a walker first time up. Cleanup hitter here in game two. Takes one low for a ball. Nagin, a good base runner out there at second. Just dancing around after that pitch. Double dog Darren, somebody to take a shot at her. 1 0 to Fraley is inside, 2 0. Two-two tie here in the top of the third. Two-out threat for Marysville. After the Nagin double, it's now three and zero on Allison Fraley. Now McMillan tries to get refocused here. Deals. Fraley takes a strike. Three balls, one strike. And the 3-1. Swung on, hit high in the air. Center field, Robertson going back at the warning track and makes the catch a step in front of the fence. It kept carrying. Fraley just missed. And the Vikings are turned away in the third. We head to the bottom of the third. It's still tied 2-2 here on GetStuckOnSports.com. 
DuraClean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call DuraClean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. DuraClean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. Let's get back to the action with Dennis Stuckey on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. 2-2, all the scoring in the first inning. Marysville loaded the bases with one out, and Ryan Quain hit a uh, ground ball that was uh, fielded by the uh, second baseman, Addison McMillan. She tagged the base runner coming by for one out, but spiked the ball into the dirt on the throw over to first. And on the uh, play, the runners from both second and third scored for uh, Marysville, and they jumped out to a 2-0 lead. But Croslex came right back in the bottom of the first, an error, and then a strikeout wild pitch and a couple of stolen bases. And the Pioneers had him at second and third with uh, nobody out, and Izzy Piscina went the other way, a single into right to score both those runs. And that's where we're at, 2-2. Top of the batting order for the Pioneers here in the bottom of the third. Riley Robertson, who uh, reached on an air, stole the base, and scored a run in the first, will be the batter. Left-hand hitter against Ryan Quain. There's one hit towards short. Winston's got it. Fires over to first in the dirt, and Robertson's aboard, and that ball's going to get to the screen down the first baseline, and Robertson will end up at second. It'll be a hit and an error. Now Rankin, who struck out but reached on a wild pitch, stole the base and then scored, will be the batter. Rankin had one of their two hits in the first game. Swing and a miss there. Had a big cut at what I think was a Queen changeup. One strike to Rankin. Now she shows bunt and what would have been a balk in baseball. <laughs> But there is no ball. Now the runner's going to take third. Oh, that's smart base running by Robertson. Quain stopped her motion halfway, and she kind of put her head down and started walking back in the circle. The third baseman wasn't near the bag, so Robertson took the bag. That'll be a stolen base. And now she's at third with nobody out. Rankin swings. There's a high pop fly. Going out, the shortstop, Winston makes the catch, fell to her knees, but still gets the ball back in to the middle of the infield, and they'll be able to hold Robertson at third with one down now. Here's Piscina, who drove in the first two Pioneer runs with a single. She'll be the batter with a runner at third and one out. There's a grounder to first. Miller thought about stepping on the bag, then threw to the uh, plate. 
And she did step on the bag at first to get the out. The throw to the plate was not in time. Pacino will drive in the run with the ground ball, and it's 3-2 Pioneers. And uh, now three RBIs for Pacina. She's knocked in all the Pioneers' runs. And they have their first lead here in the doubleheader. And Kading at the plate, swings at the first pitch, ground ball to second. Nagin will throw her out. So the leadoff infield hit and throwing error, and then the crafty steal of a base by Robertson, and she eventually scores on a ground out. And after three, it's Crosslex three, Marysville two, here on GetStuckOnSports.com. Every piece of land has a story written by those who work it, like the Nelsons, who cruise around their ranch on a John Deere Gator XUV835R. With 3,000 acres, there's plenty of work to do. It's all about efficiency. That's how they've kept their ranch going for five generations. We wouldn't be in ranching without the Gator. Run with us on a Gator XUV835R and start telling your story. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's locations in Auburn Hills, Badax, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Hey guys, my friend Scott down at Miller Maytag, let me tell you what, he knows quality appliances and how to make your home run smoother. Let the appliance experts at Miller Maytag help you pick the best American-made appliances from Maytag, KitchenAid, Whirlpool, and more. Freestanding double ovens will change your kitchen forever. It's high-efficiency front and top-load washers will not only save you money, but handle your laundry in half the time. Miller Maytag's main goal is to satisfy all your appliance needs. Stop in today a quarter of a mile south of McLaren Hospital. Miller Maytag is a proud supporter of local high school athletics. Let's get back to the action with Dennis Stuckey on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Ryan Quain leads it off for the Vikings in the fourth. Picked up an RBI in the first with a fielder's choice. It was on that to play that both Marysville runs scored, the other on a throwing error. It'll be Ryan Quain, Kendall Quain, and Kara Miller against Emma McMillan, who pours in strike one. Two runs, two hits for Marysville. They've made two errors. Three runs, three hits, two errors for Croslux. Ooh, there's a slow one that was right in there for a strike, and Quain couldn't pull the trigger. 0-2 on Ryan Quain. There's a swing and a fly ball to shallow center. Robertson coming hard. Basket catch try. No, can't get it on the run. She was coming too fast, and that will give the Vikings a leadoff base runner. Would have been a nice running catch had she made it, but I think that's a play Robertson probably should have made. That will be the Pioneers' third error of the game. Now Kendall Quain, who grounded to third her first time up, will be the batter. Takes a strike on the inside corner. Schiller running for the pitcher. Steals second. So Schiller, the potential tying run, is at second now. One strike to Kendall Quain. Strike two to Kendall Quain. Right-hand hitter taps home plate. McMillan checks with the dugout. 
steps back on the slab. You know, two is strike three called. Struck her out looking. That is the second strikeout for McMillan. Now Kara Miller will be the batter. Kara grounded out to second in her first at-bat. Look into the dugout to get the signs. McMillan's got to put the glove up because the sun is setting to the first base side of the field. So short, third, and left field. Those are the sun fields right now. This one way up high to Miller. Two balls, no strikes to Kara. 3-2, Croslex leads it as Marysville bats in the top of the fourth. Game two of a doubleheader. The Vikings took game one, eight, nothing. Swinging a foul back to the screen. And it's two and one on Miller. Schiller, the runner at second. Miller swings. There's a drive out to center field. Well hit. Robertson going back again. Reaches up and makes the catch at the warning track. Tagging and moving over to third is Schiller with two down. Ooh, when Kara Miller first hit that ball, I thought she had gotten it, but Robertson went back on the track and reached up to take it right near the top of the fence. That's the hardest hit ball for the Vikings here in this second game. Cordero will be the batter. She drew a walk her first time to the plate and takes ball one up high here. Potential tying run over a third with two down here in the top of the fourth. Swing and a miss by Cordero. She took a good healthy cut at that one. Robertson gets a good break on the ball out there in center field. She gets back to the track very quickly. Oh, this one gets away, and that will allow Schiller to race home and score, and the game is tied. A wild pitch is the way the Vikings tie it here in the top of the fourth. And it's 3-3, three to three, and the count is now two balls and one strike here on Kaylee Cordero. Try to get it restarted here now for Marysville. 2-1 pitch is a bunt attempt that's missed, and it's strike two. Two balls, two strikes, 3-3 the score now. And the pitch. Swing and a miss at the changeup. Came up empty. Strikeout number three for McMillan. She fans two in the inning, but the uh, error that allowed the base runner comes all the way around to score, and we're tied at three as we head to the bottom of the fourth here on GetStuckOnSports.com. This is Lucy Harris. I'm a class of 2022 senior, and I play on the golf team at Port Huron Northern. As a Port Huron school student, I had the opportunity to participate in the most extracurricular and academic opportunities in the region. I can even earn free college credits from the Blue Water Middle College. At Port Huron Schools, I am treated as an individual, and my teachers care about my specific needs. After graduating, I plan to study abroad and attend college to eventually become a teacher. That's my Port Huron School story. What will yours be? 
Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Zimmer Roofing has been serving Eastern Michigan and the Thumb for over 35 years. Family owned since 1984, Zimmer Roofing is a full service commercial and residential roofing contractor specializing in flat and low slope roofing systems as well as shingles, metal and insulated wall panels. When you need reliable service from a contractor that you trust who stands by their work, call Zimmer today at 810-966-6991 and request a quote. Zimmer Roofing and Construction experienced and trustworthy let's get back to the action with dennis stuckey on getstuckonsports.com your kids your schools your sports well like in uh, game one we get a pitching change after three innings here in game two for marysville and uh, Eddie veggie is going to take over here moore took over in game one in the uh, fourth inning Addison McMillan with a wave and a miss for strike one. Or is this more again? Is that 18 or 19? 19. All right. Got a better set of eyes here in the uh, booth than I have. The ponytail hangs down and it messes with me. (laughs) Baggy throws hard. We have uh, seen her pitch again earlier in the season against Marine City. High fly ball. This is well hit out into right center and caught by Woodard. And again, Woodard and uh, Peg out there nearly bumped together. But this time Woodard was able to come up with the uh, catch and hang on to it for the first out. But again, another ball that was hit deep. Boy, the ball really carries well. Gap to gap here in this ballpark. Lovey Yerke drew a walk in her first plate appearance. Pitch from Veggie is a dart for a strike on the inside corner. Eddie throws hard. And she can hit a ton, too. There's a swing and a foul out of play. Again, we were here early in the season on a cold, rainy day. And she hit one to center field that was way out of here. Pitched a Yerke, went around, tried to hold up on that one and couldn't. One ball, two strikes, the count here on Lovey Yerke. The pitch from Faggy. Swing and a miss, struck her out. That's Veggie's first strike out. Two up and two away. And Brooklyn Schultz will be the batter. Grounded out to second in her first at-bat in this game. Had a hit in the opening game of the uh, doubleheader. Went one for two. Right-hand hitter. Takes one inside for a ball. I like that pitch. It's a little off the plate, but... It's a good spot. Nothing a hitter is going to do with that. There's a swing and a comebacker. Vaggie's got it. Fires over to first. Schultz is out. It's a quick one, two, three inning for Addie Vaggie in the fourth. And we're tied at three after four here on GetStuckOnSports.com. 
Shopping for a vehicle the last two years has been frustrating for all of us. Inflated prices and misleading ads that waste your time and money. Look no further than Jepson Car Company. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson Car Company is St. Clair County's most transparent dealership. At Jepson, the price you see on a vehicle is the price you pay. No hidden fees or misleading rebates. When you need your next vehicle, stop by Jepson Car Company today. Since 1924, St. Clair Landscape and Irrigation has been the leader in the landscape construction industry, handling custom stone walls, brick pavers, tree moving, grading, hydro seeding, sod installation, and more. For a free estimate, give Matt a call at 810-326-1622 or at 810-329-2751. Trust a leader, St. Clair Landscape and Irrigation. Let's get back to the action with Dennis Stuckey on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, it's uh, Avery Pegg to lead it off for Marysville in the fifth. She's in left field, struck out in her only at-bat here in the doubleheader today. After Pegg, it's back to the top of the batting order with Avery Woodard and then Megan Winston. Against Emma McMillan, who's done a pretty good job here through four innings. She's only allowed two hits in a 3-3 ball game. 1-0 pitch, and Pegg swings and slashes a liner into right, and that's going to get by the right fielder all the way to the fence. Pegg to second, makes the turn. She's headed for third and is in with a stand-up triple. Peg hit it right on the nose. Line drive out to right. It was a do-or-die play there for Emma Yerke, and it got past the glove and all the way out to the fence. And now Woodard will be the batter. Avery's one for two. She has a single and has grounded out. Scored a run in the game and trying to give Marysville the lead back. It's a strike. One strike. Vikings got the first two runs in the first. Croslegs came right back with two in the bottom of the first to tie it. Pioneers took the lead in the third. Vikings tied it in the fourth and are trying to untie it here in the fifth after a leadoff triple. Outside, one ball, one strike to Woodard. Third hit for Marysville in the game. Two have been for extra bases. There's a strike to Woodard on the outside corner, and it's one ball, two strikes to Avery. McMillan has walked two, struck out three, and surrendered three hits. Her defense has made three errors today. Side to Woodard and Kading with a nice stop behind the plate. Two balls, two strikes to Avery. Marysville got the tying run on a wild pitch last inning. Two-two, tapped out in front of the plate, picked up by McMillan, throws to first and safe at first. No advance by the runner Peg at third, but Woodard beats out the infield single. Didn't hit it hard, but hit it soft enough to get a hit. And now Winston will be the batter. 
reached in the first on an error and scored and uh, flew out to right in her last at-bat. And McMillan looked a long time into the dugout for a pitch call, and it never came, and that's because the manager is coming out, and he is going right past the pitcher, right to the base umpire. And I think he disagrees with the call at first on Woodard. It was a close play at first. And when he signaled safe, nobody said anything. Had he signaled out, I'm not sure anybody would have said anything. It was a bang-bang play. And I'm glad I'm not the one that had to make that decision. But uh, now Coach Young is out there saying, are you sure you saw what you think you saw? Because I don't think he's satisfied. And actually... Between me, the umpire, and Coach Young, he had the closest look at it because the Pioneer dugout is on that first base side. Now Winston will be the batter. A triple and an infield single. They're at the corners in a 3-3 game in the top of the fifth with nobody out. They show bunt. It's taken for a ball. Woodard will take second base. And now it's second and third. And a big chance for Winston, who drove in a couple of runs in game one with a home run. Swings here and got jammed. A little looper that's caught by the third baseman, Piscina, running by the circle. And she makes the diving stab. That was a good play. So they get a big out there on a tough hitter. And now Negan will be the batter. She popped up to first, and then her last time up, she one-hopped the wall out in left center for a double. And hitter takes a ball high. Kading almost stands up sometimes behind the plate. She's in the crouch right now. 1-0 pitch, swung on, high fly ball, right field. And coming over is Yerke, makes the catch, runner tags at third and will score. Sacrifice fly. For Negan, drives in the go-ahead run and makes it 4-3 to three for Marysville. Woodard stays at second, and now Fraley will be the batter. She has walked and flied deep to center her last time up. Just missed it last time. Drove Robertson back onto the warning track, and she had to reach up near the top of the fence to haul in the long fly ball. Takes ball one here. That one misses a little high. Two balls and no strikes. 4-3 Marysville here in the top of the fifth. Game two of a doubleheader. Vikings trying for the sweep. 
There's a strike to Fraley, and it's two and one. McMillan checks the wristband. Now Emma ready to deal again. Fraley swings. There's a drive out to center. Way back. And this one's gone. Robertson can't reach up and grab that. It's over the center field fence for a two-run home run for Fraley. And the Vikings go up 6-3. to three. Their third home run hit in the doubleheader. And Fraley hit that one right on the screws. Now batting for the Vikings, number 19, the pitcher, Alan Baggy. Five hits for Marysville in the game, and three of them have been for extra bases. And now Baggy will get her first uh, at-bat of the ball game. Adeline came in in the uh, bottom of the fourth as the Vikings pitcher. And she takes one. For a ball, I believe. One ball, no strikes. Vaggy, right hand hitter. Swings and she hits a high fly ball out into right center. Running over is Yerke, and she'll make the catch on the run into the gap for the final out. But three runs in for Marysville. A sack fly by uh, Callista Nagan drove in Avery Pegg, who tripled to start the inning, and a two run bomb by Fraley. Gives the Vikings a little bit of breathing room. It's 6-3 as we head to the bottom of the fifth here on GetStuckOnSports.com. Mattress King has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years. With locations in Port Huron, Richmond, Lapeer, Chesterfield, and Hall Road, they are the best one-stop shop for your sleeping and mattress needs. Mattress King carries all the top brands such as Serta, Stearns & Foster, Sealy, iComfort, and Tempur-Pedic. Not only do they have the best prices and best service in the area backed by hundreds of five-star reviews, they also offer interest-free financing and no-credit check programs for those with less than stellar credit. Once you get your mattress, they offer free local delivery on all purchases $6.99 and up. When you think sleep, think Mattress King. Hey, Stuck On Sports fans, it's Jane Williams from Kimball Appliance. Stop in and see me for the best in-stock selection of appliances, furniture, and beds. I will beat all deals and personally take care of you. I'm here on Fridays until 7 p.m. and Saturdays until 3 p.m. I know many of you because this is my hometown. Go Saints! Let's get back to the action with Dennis Stuckey on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. The Vikings get three in the top of the fifth, and now the Pioneers have to go to work against Veggie. They've got a one, two, three in her first inning in relief. And the first pitch to Ella McMillan will get back to the backstop for ball one. Ella McMillan. Emma Yerke and Riley Robertson, the 8-9-1 and one hitters in the Pioneers lineup. Swing and a high pop foul over by the Croslex dugout, and that's out of play. One ball, one strike to Emma McMillan. And now timeout is called. Somebody threw the ball back into uh, play, and it landed out in right field. So we had to track that down first. Ooh, fastball and a big swing by McMillan. She was trying to get a run back there. Came up empty, one and two. 
And a swing and a miss. Dropped by Fraley. She'll have to pick it up and throw to first, and they get the strikeout. One up and one away. That's two strikeouts for Vegi, and she's retired all four hitters she's faced so far. Emma Yerke will be the batter. Left-hand hitter. 0 for 1 with a strikeout here in game two. And a strike on the outside corner for strike one. That one's high. One ball, one strike. Well, I like everybody that I've seen pitch for Marysville this year, but I think I like Veggie the best. She's just got a little bit more heat and a little bit more power and just seems a little more menacing out in the circle. Two balls and a strike here to Emma Yerke. Takes a strike on the outside corner, and it's two and two. And the pitch. Strike three called at the knees. Back-to-back strikeouts to start the fifth. Two up and two away. There's Robertson. She's been a, a tough out here in game two. Reached on an error and has singled and scored two of the three pioneer runs in the game. Another left-hand hitter. Takes one outside. One ball, no strikes. And the 1-0 pitch. Robertson swings and slashes one foul. One ball, one strike. Riley Robertson batting with two outs and nobody on here in the bottom of the fifth. Vikings up 6-3 on the Pioneers. 1-1 pitch. Slapped again down the left field line, but foul. So one ball, two strikes now to Robertson. the pitch. That's in the dirt, and we'll get back to the backstop. Fraley didn't have to chase it because it uh, hit the backstop so hard it bounced right back out to her. Two balls, two strikes to Robertson. Pitch. Oh, there's the changeup, and released it kind of funny, and it didn't quite make it to home plate. Bounced in there, and now it's three and two on Robertson. Trying to get on and get something started for the Pioneers here in the bottom of the fifth. And the pitch. Ooh, there's some heat and a swing and a miss, and Veggie strikes out the side and has been good so far, retiring all six hitters she's faced. We've played five here in game two. It's Marysville six, Croslex three on GetStuckOnSports.com. 
Mirror Image Detailing is located at 4350 24th Avenue in Fort Gratiot, the area's leading detail center with over 20 years experience. They offer free pickup and delivery locally. If it's dirty, they clean it. If it's stained, they remove it. Mirror Image Detailing, the name speaks for itself. Call 810-662-3616. That's 810-662-3616. Open 7 to 6 weekdays and 8 to 4 on weekends. Zimmer Roofing has been serving Eastern Michigan and the Thumb for over 35 years. Family owned since 1984, Zimmer Roofing is a full service commercial and residential roofing contractor specializing in flat and low slope roofing systems as well as shingles, metal and insulated wall panels. When you need reliable service from a contractor that you trust who stands by their work, call Zimmer today at 810-966-6991 and request a quote. Zimmer Roofing and Construction experienced and trustworthy let's get back to the action with dennis stuckey on getstuckonsports.com your kids your schools your sports all right welcome back here to marysville game two of our double header and we hit the top of the sixth now and it'll be kendall quain leading it off for marysville she's 0 for 2 ground ball to third and a strikeout vikings one game one eight to nothing they lead here in game two six to three they were the home team in game one. They're the visitors here in game two. And Emma McMillan deals and Quain swings. There's a ground ball deep into the hole. Rankin on the backhanded short. Long throw, not in time. Quain is safe at first. The ball got away, but she will not be able to advance. So a base hit for Quain. That's the sixth Marysville hit of the game. Kara Miller will be the batter. She has... Grounded to second and flied out to center field in two at-bats. Hit the ball weller last time. Ooh, that one got away and is up off the backstop. And Kendall Quain will move down to second on the wild pitch easily. One ball here to Miller. Right hand hitting first baseman. Chokes up just... A tad on the bat. And another one up and away. Two balls and no strikes. And now timeout called, and Coach Young will come to the amount. He tells everybody else to stay away. He just wants to talk to his pitcher himself. Probably saw something there, why he thinks McMillan is throwing the ball up and away on those last two pitches really taken off on her and sailed. The person in all of this that I feel for is Shaley Kading, who has caught every inning of the doubleheader. Two o to Miller, and it's a strike. Two balls and one strike. You can tell the sun has reached a point in its descent. It's tough for the people on the left side. Oh, Miller goes the other way. Deep right field. That one's going to one-hop to the fence. This will score a run. Miller making the turn. She's headed for third, and she's going to sprint in with a stand-up triple. And another run in for the Vikings. They lead it 7-3. to three. Miller hit it into the gap in right center, and that was an easy triple for her. 
And now Kaylee Cordero in an RBI situation. Kaylee has a walk and a strikeout. She's 0 for 1 here. She's the right fielder in game two for Marysville. First pitch, swing and a miss. Took a big cut there at a fastball from McMillan. An infield hit by Quain and a triple up the right center field gap by Miller. And the Vikings are at it again. Ooh, there's a breaking ball that misses way high. Seven runs, seven hits for Marysville. Three runs, three hits for Crosslex. Cordero takes one high. Two balls, one strike to Kaylee. And the pitch. Up high, three balls and one strike. And the 3-1 pitch. It is ball four, walked her. So Cordero gets her second walk. And Avery Pegg will be the batter. Avery hit a triple her last time up and scored a run. She's one for two. She went the other way to right center. And the runner goes from first and will steal second. And on the throw, Miller will race home. So for the second time in the doubleheader, the Vikings pull off a double steal. That one was a little discombobulated because uh, Cordero went down to second in a way where she was begging for them to throw the ball down to her. And she would have given herself up, but she ended up beating the throw anyways. So 8-3 to three now for the Vikings. Runner at second. Still nobody out and a swing and a miss by Pegg. And another swing and a miss by Pegg. I believe the count is one and two. And the pitch. Tapped between the mound and third. Picked up by McMillan. Throw to first. Safe at first. Pegg beats it out for an infield hit. Over to third goes Cordero. The Vikings have him at the corner. Still nobody out in the inning. And here's Woodard, who's two for three with a couple of singles and a couple of runs scored. Eight three, Marysville on top. No movement on that first pitch by Peg over at first, and it's a strike to Woodard. Now McMillan deals, and it's outside, and again. The bluff at first from Peg, and they'll actually throw down to first, but she's back. 
One and one here to Avery Woodard. Now McMillan deals to the plate, and it's a push bunt wide of third and foul. That time they had the runner from first in motion. And Woodard nearly pulled that off. She had Piscina charging and tried to push it past her, but it was down the line in foul territory. So one and two now to Avery. And that one bounces in. The runner will go down to second, and the throw down hits the runner. And again, the runner from third, Cordero, will take off and take home plate. And it's 9-3 Marysville. And that's twice this inning they've pulled that play off. Still nobody out, runner at second. And the count, I believe, is now 2-2 two and two here on Avery Woodard. And she'll swing and punch one out towards right, and that's down for a hit. And Woodard will hustle into second. And the base runner, Peg, had to hold up to make sure the ball wasn't caught. But Woodard could run hard the whole way, and she'll get a hustle double. And Peg will take third, and it's second and third. Still nobody out, and here comes Megan Winston. And believe it or not, Megan is 0 for 3 in this one, but has scored a run. And in the dirt, a wild pitch, and that's going to get another run home here for Marysville. And again, it's just been kind of a discombobulated, weird sort of game. But it's now 10-3 for the Vikings, kind of out of nowhere. It was a 3-2 Croslex lead going into the fourth. It was 3-3 going into the fifth. Vikings got three in the fifth, and they've scored four so far here in the sixth. Now Winston ran up like she was going to bunt and took a ball high. Two balls and no strikes on Winston. We'll hit a two-run homer in game one. Takes a strike here at the letters. Two balls and a strike. Woodard over at third. Nobody out in the inning. And a swing and a hard ground ball. Knocked down by Pacina at third. She'll get up, fire across. Safe at first. An infield hit for Winston and an RBI as Woodard scores. So it's 11-3 for Marysville, and Negan will be the batter. Ten hits for the Vikings now. Negan has a double and a sacrifice fly, has driven in a run in the game. And hacking at the first pitch, fouls it off. Negan stands way up in the box again, a little bit of an open stance. Look out, that one's inside, and she spins out of the way. Throw back down to first base. Make sure Megan Winston wasn't off the bag too far. One ball and one strike is the count here on Callista Nagan. McMillan 
Pitched a solid ball game through four, and the Vikings finally got to her in the fifth. Now they throw behind the runner, so Winston takes off and will steal second. And uh, Winston kind of baited him into that one. They've been leading off after the uh, pitches, and they threw down there the pitch before, and when they threw down there that second time, she was already halfway the other way. There's a line shot to left center. That's down for a hit and all the way to the fence. Negan will get another double, and it's another run for the Vikings as Winston will come around to score. RBI double for Callista Negan, and now it's 12-3 for the Vikings. Fraley will be the batter. She had a two-run homer last time up after just missing a home run in the at-bat before. Also has a walk in the game. McMillan really slowing down her pace here. Pitches a strike at the knees to Fraley. There is still nobody out in the inning. Fraley is the eighth hitter for Marysville. That one is up high. One ball and one strike to Allison Fraley. Took them a while to get the train rolling, but now the Vikings are rolling down the tracks. They've scored nine runs in the last two innings. Six here in the sixth, and still nobody out. There's a strike to Fraley. One ball, two strikes. Negan the runner at second. And the one-two pitch in the dirt. Two balls, two strikes. Now the 2-2 coming from Emma McMillan, and there's a swing and a miss, a strikeout. It's the first out of the inning as McMillan picks up her fourth strikeout. So Vaggy will be the batter. She's only been up once in the game and flew out to right. Swings here and hits a shot back up the middle for a base hit. Winston around third is going to score. RBI single, or Negan, excuse me, RBI single, and the Vikings go up 13-3. to We'll get a runner down at uh, first base for the pitcher, Veggie. That'll be Schiller. And Kendall Quain will be the batter. Kendall started the inning with a single and came around to score. The Vikings have seven runs in here in the uh, sixth inning. And a strike call on Kendall Quain. Tenth hitter here for Marysville. They're up 10 now. 13-3, 11 hits for the Vikings now. They've been adding to that total this inning. There's a pitch that will hit the batter. So a hit by pitch will put two aboard with one out. And Kara Miller, who tripled earlier in the inning, will be the batter. One for three. She had an RBI triple up the right center field gap and scored a run earlier in the inning. 
and swings here and hits a little roller to second and trouble getting it out of the glove there for Addison McMillan, but the underhand scoop and she gets the out at first. That's the second out of the inning. And Cordero will bat now with runners at second and third and two down. Cordero has drawn a couple of walks in the ball game and has scored a run. That pitch is high for a ball. There's a swing and a miss. One ball, one strike on Cordero. Schiller, the runner at third, and Kendall Quain, the runner at second. Swing and a high pop-up middle of the infield. Who wants it? And the second baseman, Addison McMillan, calls off Emma McMillan and makes the catch for the final out. But Marysville does some damage there in the sixth. Seven runs in, and the Vikings lead it by 10, 13-3 as we head to the bottom of the sixth here on GetStuckOnSports.com. Ted's Coney Island is a great place to get a great meal at a great price. Dine in, carry out, or drive through. Ted's is family-friendly with menu options for everyone, and they support local high school sports programs. Ted's Coney Island has three convenient locations to serve you. At the north end of Port Huron near Kroger, at the south end of Port Huron on 24th Street, just north of Port Huron High, and in Richmond on M19 in Gratiot. Ted's Coney Island, a great place to get a great meal at a great price. Let's get back to the action with Dennis Stuckey on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back, and uh, we head to the... uh, Bottom of the uh, sixth inning. Croslex needs to uh, score a run here in this inning at least if they want to get it to the seventh. And they'll have their two, three, and four hitters coming up. Here's Alara Rankin. Scored a run back in the first inning. And cuts and misses for strike one. There's some shadows now lurking from the uh, dugout and the backstop. Got to believe it's a little hard to see the ball. There's a swing and a miss, and it's strike two to Rankin. And the pitch. Swing and a miss. Threw a couple of change-ups at her, and I'll tell you what. Veggie is racking up the strikeouts now. That's five. And she has struck out four in a row and retired all seven hitters that she's faced. Here's Piscina, who has driven in all three runs for Crosslex here in game two. Two runs single in the first and an RBI ground out in her last at-bat. Fastball misses high for ball one. There's a swing and a foul back to the screen. The 1-1. High. Two balls and a strike. 
We're in the bottom of the sixth. It's 13-3 Marysville. They're trying to get a sweep and a doubleheader against Croslex. One out, nobody on for the Pioneers. Casina swings, fly ball, foul territory down the right field line, and that's going to land safely. Three Vikings were chasing after it, but no one really got close to it. Two balls, two strikes now to Piscina. Bella digs back in. She stands close to the plate and takes one up and away. Three balls and two strikes. And the pitch. Swung on and hit hard back up the middle and into center field for a solid single for Piscina. He is a good hitter. She's got two of Croslex's four hits in this game. Kading will be the batter. Sacrifice and a ground out. She's 0 for 1 officially. Takes one low and in for ball one. Becky retired the first seven hitters she faced. That single by Piscina snaps that string. Also snaps a string of four straight uh, strikeouts. Fly ball, right field, well hit and caught out on the warning track by Cordero. Kading. Got that off the barrel, and that ball kept sailing, but Cordero got back to the warning track and makes the catch, and that's two down now. That'll bring up Addison McMillan, who's one for two. A single and a fly out to center. And a swing and a miss for strike one. Again, the Pioneers are technically down to their last out here if they don't score a run this inning. Marysville will win by the 10-run uh, roll. There's one in the dirt. The runner, Piscina, will go. Throw down to second. Not in time. Well, Piscina's in scoring position. Pitch to McMillan is way high. It's two balls and a strike here on Addison McMillan. Swing and a drive towards right. Cordero coming in, makes the catch towards the line, and that one will end the ball game. Oh, McMillan hit it down the line, and I thought she was going to drive that run in, but it's run down for the final out. And the final score here in game two in six innings is Marysville 13, Croslex 3. Back to tell you about it in just a moment. Fransic Water Conditioning, your authorized independent Connecticut dealer, wants you to get the ball rolling to better living through better water. It's good to know you have someone in your corner with a full line of whole house and at-the-sink filtering systems. Call 800-848-5150 to schedule your free in-home water analysis and plumbing audit. The best quality water is within reach with Fransic Water Conditioning and Connecticut. Call us at 800-848-5150. 
Since 1924, St. Clair Landscape and Irrigation has been the leader in the landscape construction industry, handling custom stone walls, brick pavers, tree moving, grading, hydro seeding, sod installation, and more. For a free estimate, give Matt a call at 810-326-1622 or at 810-329-2751. Trust a leader, St. Clair Landscape and Irrigation. Dura Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Dura Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Dura Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. Hello, this is Tim Sheridan, owner of Sheridan Real Estate and Insurance in Lexington. A family tradition that started back in 1925 with Grandpa Sheridan. Promoting trust, care, and excellence, Sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs. Respected throughout the community and dedicated, Sheridan is a proud supporter of local activities like high school athletics. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. Let's get back to the action with Dennis Stuckey on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. 13 runs, 12 hits, 2 errors for Marysville. 3 runs, 4 hits, 3 errors for Croslex. The Vikings sweep the doubleheader and go to 7-3 and three on the year. Croslex falls to 3-7. and seven. In uh, Game 2, Avery Woodard with 3 hits, scored 3 runs. Uh, a hit and an RBI for Megan Winston. Callista Nagan hit 2 doubles and drove in 2 runs. Allison Fraley with a 2-run home run. RBI for Ryan Quain. Hit and an RBI for Adeline Vagy. Hit an RBI for Kara Miller. It was a triple and a triple for Avery Pegg among her two hits. She scored two runs. Big game for Izzy Piscina for Croslex. She had two hits knocked in all three of the Pioneers runs in this one. And uh, Riley Robertson had a hit and scored a couple of runs as well for the Pioneers. Marysville sweeps the doubleheader. They win game one, 8 nothing. They take game two in six innings, 13-3. Your final score, and we'll be back to wrap things up in just a moment. Whether you're looking for a safer, easier to maintain walk-in tub or shower, or a whole new updated and complete renovation, you need to call Luxury Bath by Mobility Remodelers. You could have a beautiful tub or walk-in shower and save more than 50% over traditional remodeling. They offer hundreds of combinations of colors, patterns, and accessories featuring microband technology. Call 810-385-1700 for a free in-home consultation and look for their new showroom in the Birchwood Mall. Luxury Bath and Mobility Remodelers. Imagine what they can do for you. Mama Vicky's Coney Island has been a staple of the Blue Water area for the past century. If you want breakfast or some delicious Coney dogs, Mama Vicky's Coney Island is the place to go. Mama Vicky's offers two convenient locations in downtown Port Huron and in Fort Gratiot. Mama Vicky's North is open 7 a.m. to 4 p.m. six days a week. Their downtown location is open Monday through Saturday, 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. Whether it's for a big game or you just want an affordable meal for the whole family, it's Mama Vicky's Coney Island since 1923. 
Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, Overhead Doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead Doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 Looking for a spot after the game? Lighthouse Cafe is just a half mile from Algonac High School. They have hot dogs, conies, pulled pork, and more. Of course there's hand-dipped ice cream, specialty coffee, and their famous bubble tea. Check out the Lighthouse Cafe on Facebook and mention you heard their ad on Get Stuck on Sports to get a dollar off your bubble tea. The Lighthouse Cafe in Algonac. Preferred Seamless Gutters in Imlay City has been family-owned and operated since 1977. With in-house employees, when you call Preferred, you get Preferred. At Preferred, they manufacture all components, making them the warehouse. This ensures prompt installation from Preferred's well-trained and courteous staff. Serving St. Clair, Sanlac, Genesee, and Northern Macomb counties, give Melissa a call and she'll be happy to schedule a quote for you. No high-pressure sales, just great service from Preferred Seamless Gutters in Imlay City. Call 8 800-964-6613 today. When today is unpredictable, staying focused on your long-term financial goals matters more than ever. Count on your Ameriprise advisor for personalized, goal-based advice to help you navigate now and stay on track for tomorrow. Call Ameriprise financial advisor Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. That's 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. Member FINRA and SIPC. Get ready for outdoor fun at Alpine Cycles in downtown Port Huron. Skateboards, bikes, longboards, and accessories. They have everything you need to enjoy the warm weather. Alpine Cycles offers the best selection, and they're always getting new daily arrivals. Stop by Alpine Cycles today at 762 Huron Avenue at the corner of Huron and Glenwood, or call 982-9281. Open Monday from 10 until 6, Friday and Sunday, noon to 4. Dine out with the feel of being at home when you visit the Hogtown Tavern in Melvin. Open Tuesday through Saturday at 8 a.m. and serving breakfast, lunch, and dinner. The Hogtown Tavern in Melvin has daily specials like Taco Tuesday, Polish Wednesday, Italian Thursday, Prime Rib Friday, Barbecue Rib Saturday, and Homestyle Sunday. Come and try Chef Susie's world-famous soups and sauces, too. The Hogtown Tavern in Melvin. We're all friends here. Let's get back to the action with Dennis Stuckey on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right. Uh, tentatively on the schedule tomorrow is a doubleheader at PH between uh, the Big Reds and uh, Warren Woods Tower in softball action. But we're kind of keeping our options open right now to see which games from the uh, rainouts get uh, rescheduled. But uh, if nothing tickles our fancy, we will be at PH tomorrow for two more girls softball uh, games between uh, the Big Reds and Tower, and that'll all get going right around 4 o'clock tomorrow afternoon right here on Stream 1, GetStuckOnSports.com. That's going to wrap it up for our coverage today. Again, the Vikings sweep the doubleheader against Croslex here in softball. Final score in Game 1, 8 nothing Marysville, and the final score in Game 2 in six innings, 13-3 to for the Vikings. 
You've been listening to High School Softball on the Blue Water Area's leader in live play-by-play of high school sports. Get stuck on sports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. For future game broadcasts, please check out our schedule page at getstuckonsports.com.